Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. This week, the Biden Department of Education was caught trying to push critical race theory into schools all across this country, putting out a radical document that encouraged people to, quote, disrupt whiteness and other forms of oppression. Is the Biden Look, uh, changing Senator Cruz, soon? How it's sorry, reacting uh, to our Senator reporting? Cruz, Senator Cruz, please. If you're going to be putting out videos, could you normalize the audio? Maybe not be out on a windy day? Because you're talking about an important subject, critical race theory. You're talking about how it is that schools are treating parents. You're talking about an entire class of teachers that is looking to usurp the authority of parents, which, by the way, is paramount and supreme. The parent is always more important than the teacher in the live, in the, in the, in the life of the student, which is the child of the parent. That relationship always comes first. As Fox News is reporting, Minnesota fourth graders were told to hide an equity survey from their parents. Now, I don't even know what an equity survey is. A fourth grade student saying they were given an equity survey. Students told not to tell the parents about the activity. And when they didn't understand the questions, the teachers went over it with them, but said, don't repeat these questions to your parents. We are way too kind to teachers, way too kind to unions, way too kind to administrators. I didn't realize this was such a difficult thing to understand. This is right down the road from me. Fishers, Indiana, right down the road. A story from Fox News over the weekend. Parents from a local community in Indiana are, ca- are causing uproar over their school system's voluntary racial equity training that's being offered to staff. Hamilton Southeastern School District is implementing a two-day training program called Interrupting Racism for Children. And according to the website, some key teachings include the relationship between poverty and racism, understanding the lasting impact of historical policies and laws, awareness of how racism adversely affects everyone, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what's important to note here is that we have been discussing this on a local level and on a national level. But when it comes to this group specifically, We have seen that their interrupting racism involves teachings from Ibram Kendi, who is a racist by his own definition, by the own understanding of his methodology. He is a racist. Rich Lowry does a great job of breaking this down. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Go to TonyKatz.com. Get the podcast. Support the show. If you listen to Ibram Kendi, as Rich Lowry has, you're left only to understand that if you were to have a mayor in a city who said, I hate black people, and therefore put more cops into uh, the, the, the black neighborhoods to stop crime, that, to Ibram Kendi's methodology, is anti-racist. <laughs> 
if you take a look at his policies and take a look at how he views things, there is no cogent argument to be made other than he would reward the bigot if he got his way. Because the only thing he cares about uh, supposed, supposedly is results. But then if you were a bigot, he would call you a bigot. But if you were getting the results he wanted, by his own definition, he's supposed to like you, but he doesn't. That's what makes anti-racism so irrational. Because it's not about being opposed to racism. It is about hate and teaching it and codifying that certain groups of people are guilty for their existence. Anybody teaching anti-racism is not allowed near children. It's flat-out child abuse. You're going to give surveys to our kids and tell them, don't tell your parents? Sorry, expect parents to go animalistic on you. Expect a fight. You teachers, you educators, you administration, superintendents, expect a fight. These people aren't going no place. It's their kids. And so we're clear. I mean, maybe maybe there has never been a real honest conversation about this to, to the educators who engage in this, because it's not all teachers, which is really bad for those teachers who aren't and get lumped in. So let's make sure it's not all teachers. For the teachers who are engaging in this, not only are you not special, we'd rather fight you. No, no, wait. We'd rather you did your job properly. But if it's for our kids, we're okay with fighting you. I mean, we're really okay with it. Now, let me speak as a parent. I'm a parent. I don't talk about it all the time, but I'm a parent. Any teacher who thinks they're more important than me or my wife in the relationship with our children, that's somebody that, that you got to fight. Now, sometimes that's just a conversation. Sometimes it's a putting someone in their place. Sometimes it's more. Tony, Tony, what are you coming out swinging for? Settle down. Why should anybody settle down when fourth graders are given this kind of nonsensical pseudo-intellectual equity, was it equity quiz, equity survey, and they're told, shh, don't tell your parents. What is, what's next? They give them the survey in a windowless van down by the river? Don't, the minute a teacher says, don't tell your parents, that's a teacher guilty of child abuse. Fire that teacher. Take away their pension. I don't care if they live on the streets for the rest of their days. Administrators need to understand this. Parents love their children more than teachers love power. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut too close to the bone? Parents love their kids more than teachers love power, and teachers really, 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 really love their power. That seems obvious. Well, considering you're telling a fourth grader, shh, don't tell your parents. It'll be our secret. The last person to have a secret like that was the uncle that no one talks about anymore. This is, I, I, I put all of this in the child abuse category. You tell a fourth grader, don't tell your parents it's child abuse. Not even a debate. This is just one of the many bits of madness going on. One of the many bits of madness. How about the fact that Anthony Fauci is saying that the government's taking a new look at face masks to focus 
on fighting COVID. Face masks. A vicious mother, isn't he? Yes, he is. We know that they don't work. We've got all the data in the world that shows they don't work. What kind of person is talking about face masks? Fauci. Can't stop himself. Can't help himself. As a matter of fact, it's understandable in his view that people who are vaccinated wear a mask. So it's quite understandable, Neil, why local authorities are now saying good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. It's not understandable. It's ridiculous. A vaccinated person wearing a mask is irrational. For what purpose was there the, the, the vaccine? And then, of course, we have the data that shows the masks don't stop COVID. The difference between someone wearing a mask and not wearing a mask was less than a half a percent. This is, again, this, this nonstop belief in the experts and we talked last week about this this piece from from glenn reynolds over at usa today about the 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 suicide of of, of experts the death of expertise and we're scheduled to get into this with michael walsh uh, he is the author of Last Stands, his latest piece in uh, the new york post about the failures of the fbi the experts have let us down. And the reason why the experts have let us down is that they have forgotten what the deal is. The deal is we'll listen to you. The deal is we'll call you doctor or we'll call you teacher and we'll, 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 we'll pay you and all oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be deferential and all these kinds of things. You don't lie to us. You don't screw with us. You do what you said you were going to do. When this comes to education, the deal is you educate our kids. And parents accepted the deal and dropped their kids off at school day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year. The educators, which became indoctrinators on the college level, decided to bring that down with them as they were getting their degrees in gender studies and then education degrees. And decided, well, we should bring this down to the high school level and then to the middle school level. Why not? You know, it's for the good of the children. And then parents started realizing what's going on. They said, hey, this isn't what we wanted. And then what did the educator say? Oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. And they got backup from superintendents who pat parents on the head. And keep trying to make the radical claim that none of this is happening when we can clearly see that it's happening. We said he, we accept the deal that we will educate our children to be able to deal with uh, society's challenges and move forward. And you guys are, are the experts. We'll put you in charge. But hey, don't, don't mess with our kids. Don't, don't touch our kids inappropriately. Then we're cool. Some, parents, some teachers couldn't do that. And now they're messing with our kids. And now their parents are saying, well, I guess we have to take this back. The teachers are saying, oh, no, 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 no. These are our children. We have to protect our students. They're not your students. What's wrong with you?
What's wrong with you? I mean, they can be your students if you accept the basic premise that first they belong to the parents. And by the way, my children belong to me. They're mine. That's a hard one for some people to understand. Let me do it again for those of the people sitting in the cheap seats. They're my kids. They belong to me. I decide everything. They have no autonomy. Why? Because I love them. What kind of fool gives a child autonomy? That doesn't mean that you give them you don't give them room to grow. Of course you give them room to grow, room to experience things on their own, room to try things on their own. You let them ride their bike first they're riding in the driveway, then they can ride in the street in front of you, then they can ride to a friend's house. Next thing you know, they're riding up and down the 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 Monon, they're riding through the park, they're riding here, they're heading over there, they're doing their things. But you got to keep your eyes open, you got to keep eyes on traffic, you got to be looking at all the th- you got to do the things. Those kinds of things are what parents decide as it goes and grows. Never the teacher. The parent decides. I decide for my children everything and any teacher or educator doesn't like it can go to hell what would it matter to me what would it matter to me if an educator or, or a superintendent liked it or didn't like it who cares what they say well uh, the experts say i didn't ask what the experts said i'm the parent i'm in charge it's like when an expert says well the doctor comes to your room and the doctor comes to the, the you know your appointment well you should do this i'm gonna get a second opinion well i'm the doctor and i said Yeah, I'm going to get the second opinion, because the expertise of the doctor is not the final word. What the experts have decided is not only are they the final word, that you are the problem if you should question their word. But Dr. Fauci told us not to wear masks and then told us to wear masks. And you can say, well, the science changed. But if that's the conversation, then why aren't we just okay with Dr. Fauci? And the answer is, stop defending someone who worked aggressively to be on every side of an issue any chance he could, who's more interested in being in front of a television camera than he is in giving factual advice. And oh, by the way, not the expert in this. I don't trust Dr. Fauci. I trust my doctor. I don't trust Dr. Fauci at all. Because if my doctor said, yeah, hydroxychloroquine, give it a shot, I'd take hydroxychloroquine. Do you think I care what Dr. Fauci or, or any of the CNN fools say? Of course not. I care what my doctor says. The one I have the relationship with. That's who I care about. Does it? Do you think there's any good education that comes from, shh, don't tell your parents. Nope, that's a teacher that needs to get fired, lose their pension, and never be around kids again. As a matter of fact, they should be on a list, and they should have to introduce themselves to their neighbors when they move. Because I can think of a few things more predatory than, shh, don't tell your parents. All of this is about a lack of faith in the experts. Lack of faith in, 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 in the government uh, experts, lack of faith in the educators, lack of faith in the FBI, total lack of faith. Why? Because they broke the deal. So clearly we're going to have to either recreate it or rethink it. I'm Tony Katz.